Who does that? That's you. Lil Wayne. Lil That's, Wayne. You're just like Lil Wayne. Okay, now we actually are recording. Yay! Hooray. Okay. Hey, welcome to That's Sick. That's Sick. Episode two. Yeah, Electric episode Boogaloo. two. Oh, I was just going to say that too. Oh, okay. See, you guys are, everyone's too quick with the wit. Yeah. Um, we decided to do this again. We didn't hate it. We actually really liked it. So. I thought we were fucking funny. So <laughs> you're going to have to. Um, you guys probably didn't like it. That's yeah. okay. You're going to have to put up with our shit. Or not. They just turned it off. Well, I all turned it off. Anyway. All right. So again, uh, we are. Uh, let's introduce ourselves again. Who are you guys? Who are you? That's an existential uh, question. I've been thinking about that. I'm like, should I go with like a podcast nickname? Well, we already identified you as Heather, so I know. But I mean, uh, whatever. It's not too late. Like, I'm Sunflower. Yeah. I mean, we already we're already starting. Uh, JB, I've already dubbed you the Punzar. So um, <coughs> I'm not going to introduce myself as that. I'm calling you Punzar from now on. I'm going to call myself um, JB. But maybe maybe me and uh, Justine will have uh, podcast nicknames at some point. So I'm Heather. That's Punzar. <laughs> J-Hand. I'm Justine. And Jay. Oh, my gosh. I'm I'm Justine. I'm JB. And like last week, we still like to talk about things that are gross. And since you're back, I think you like listening to us. Thanks. Thanks for being back. We Thanks. appreciate it. We're we not really- without our fans. We really do. All two of you. Yeah. We're really an acquired taste. So listen more. Um, we have like a bunch of fans at my work. Really? Already? Have they listened to it they yet? They all listen to Murder Pod? No, no, because it's not out. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I don't know. Uh, maybe you give them like, a little sneaky They're fans, so they all listen to Murder Pod. I say all, but this whole like, group of them, they listen to Murder Podcasts at their desks while they're working. Which um, ones do they do? Uh, by, they're all murderinas. Oh, they Every all do my favorite murder? Yep. Um, and they're very excited for this, and they have told me that they can't wait to listen to it, so we have, at least, we have at least five fans. Yes. I, I have not told my coworkers yet because, well, I told one because uh, he also listens to podcasts, um, but uh, otherwise I haven't told anything because I don't want, I was worried that, you know, what if it goes bust and, you know, they're like, oh, Heather, where's the podcast? And I'm like, oh, uh, huh. I didn't do that. Well, <laughs> it might still go bust. No, I mean, at know. least we have one of us in the can, so <laughs> whatever. It's official. Um. So, um. Jen, I heard like a pretty like sick and a terrible way thing happened in your house recently. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. this has been a bad day for you. Yeah, tell us about it, babe. Oh well, unload, unload not on today. us. This was not today, but last week, uh, I thought I had a leaky toilet. It turned out the water main was dripping, and it leaked through my uh kitchen ceiling, and then a huge fucking chunk of it fell out. <laughs> Uh, and then I was supposed to have a repair person come today, and they said 8.30 to 12. Very specific window. But 8.30 to 12, and, like, around 12.30, I, like, contacted the realty company, and they're like, oh, let me check with the technician. Two hours passed, and then I was like, did you ever hear from that technician? Like, an hour later. Oh. Oh, yeah, he's still tied up. We'll contact you uh, early next week. 8.30 to 12, that's, like, Comcast hours. Comcast and this is your and this is your landlord like managing this. Um, I don't know if my uh, realty company manages it, but the maintenance company that they hired did not do a very good job communicating. Yeah, I feel like that's oh, that sucks because it's in their best interest to fix stuff like that. It's their um, property. Yeah, I would like if if they like drag their feet too much, I would start looking for ways that you could like threaten to call the health department. Have you been something. able to use your plumbing? 
Yeah, it's it's fine. They fixed the leak. It's just that I've been fucking oh, hole in my kitchen. That, oh, yeah. They're going to drag their feet on that. That's because it's just cosmetic. Yeah. Afraid of my like tub falling out of the ceiling. And then I'm like, <laughs> like that's how I die. I die in a uh, tub accident. I'll do that. Like the sexy kind. <laughs> oh, no. The sexy of a tub accident. I don't know. You're something. Dying in a tub naked like uh, Rita from Dexter. Spoiler alert. I don't think that was sexy at all. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, was... she was nude, so. Well, well most people are nude in the tub. Are you <laughs> and, not nude in the Rita tub? And Rita is very good looking. Well, maybe you were like banging in the tub. You were having like romance sexy novel. And then you died sex. of a heart attack. I will... And then the tub falls. Oh, I will point out, I don't think there's anything inherently sexy about being nude on its own. No. No, it's not. Haven't you ever watched the Seinfeld episode where his girlfriend is like is like naked all the time? And at first he's like, oh, this is great. And then he like discovers that there's like good naked and bad naked. He has like a whole stand up oh, bit yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah I remember Squatting that. naked. Yeah. Bad. Oh, I That's hate the, the word one. squat. Too bad you played roller derby for so long. I know. Squat. You had to say squat so many times. Squat, squat, squat. I love squatting. Do you feel the same about squash or is the word squash no, fine? squash is fine. It's Interesting. Delicious. Squash is delicious. Yeah. I don't know how to play squash though. No, it's it's just for rich people. It's better not you, you know. Is that the one that's stupid played in uh the little glass room? Uh it's kinda like that. It's like racquetball. I think it's very similar to racquetball. I don't know. I'm I think sorry, squash players. JK. I, don't I care think about I played players. it one time. I th- that weird date that I went on with that hot yoga guy, the one that wanted to smell me. Uh-huh. And I think, yeah, we played squash. Okay, then what was it? It was you're in like a little glass room and there's a little small hard ball and you like smack it all around. It sucks. Did you have to wear <laughs> that like little thing on your face? I don't face? know. Perhaps I should have had protective equipment. I did not have. I was raw dogging it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Um. Yeah, I think you're supposed to be wearing like eyewear. Eye I had glasses on. Oh, yeah. wow. I, I have a really good topic this week. Okay. I think do, I. Do anybody I, know what anybody else's topic is? No. I kept it secret this week. I kept it I secret. I did too. Well, I had so many to. I had like a couple to pick from, and I didn't decide until like five minutes before I left for your house. So. Keep it secret. Keep it safe. So, like I said, I. Well, I kind of. I hinted at my story to you guys um, before because it is a historical topic. I love that. Um, I do too. So, um, I actually. I have a feeling a lot of mine are going to end up being historical. Yes. I'm a um, huge history buff. Um, so. I did my this week's topic on Georgian times, aka Jane Austen times. <gasps> Girl, oh, you're gonna make me clutch my pearls. You're already clutching your oh, pearls. I love Jane Austen. Okay, so um, I picked this time because it's um like very celebrated and romanticized, you know, on TV and in yeah. movies, and like uh, people like doing Jane Austen cosplay. I actually just watched Emma. Over the weekend, yeah. the Gwyneth Paltrow version. Yeah. Which I love. But the recent BBC miniseries was also very good. Oh, who was in it? Who was Emma? Um, um, Romola Garay. Oh, she was, was in, she else in? She was in um, Dirty Dancing, Havana Nights. What? That was the last thing she was in? No, she was also in a very good BBC show called The Hour, which was canceled too soon. Oh, I remember that. I didn't watch it, but, you know. But she was very good in this, okay. in this version of Emma. Anyway. I'm into it. I want to watch okay. it. So very romanticized time period, but, um, you know, there was a lot of, you know, it's not, it wasn't now. And so there are a lot of things that I think we as content, you know, our contemporaries would find 
gross. So I guess that was like a pretty good intro. I'm going to skip the <laughs> really history -y stuff. And I'm just going to go right into the bullets. Yeah. Because that's what we're here for. Let's get right in the nasty. Okay, so. I'm just first to clarify, the Georgian period is from the early 1700s to 1830s. Um, and what I'm about to talk about is mostly about upper class Georgian women. Um, oh, and this is all in, in Britain. In Britain, I should yeah, clarify. Yeah, it's called this Georgian because it's British. King, King George. Right. So can you do it in a British accent? No. I kind of can. I No, you can't. can't. No, you can't. It's pretty can't bad. Either. All right. So at the time, taking regular baths was not yet super common. Um, previous wisdom held that it was actually unhealthy to take a bath and then immersing yourself in water would mess with the equilibrium of your natural humors. Oh, oh, this is still when they believed in like the four humors. Yeah. So this is actually, so during the Georgian period, this was starting to shift. Like they were starting to be okay with the idea of taking baths that it hadn't, um, totally taken hold, but it was also really difficult for most people to bathe regularly, regularly. Wow. Um, because there's a lot of effort involved in getting water heated into a tub every day. So um, for the most part, people would wash their face, hands, and feet regularly, but the rest of their body, not really. not, so not, not so their much. genitals. So the most stinky part of your body. Apparently not their genitals. Because like, I would just be like, genitals, pits, feet, let's go. <laughs> you want to wash your face or your hands? Uh, dude, well. I wash my hands. Of course hands, but I wash my hands like 80,000 times a day. You can wash your hands all the time. Okay. So, In the stream. So <laughs> not bathing a lot. Um, so also the gowns that women wore during this time were very, very heavy. And these women would sweat like so much and they're not uh, taking baths. So they drenched themselves in perfumes made out of things like rose water and orange blossom, which I actually really like both of those smells. But, you know, so there was no indoor plumbing during this time. I don't, it, it was either non-existent or really uncommon. Oh. oh, God. Okay, so what did they do? What did they do to keep the stank down? Okay, well, no, I'm gonna, I'm continuing to talk about things that made them smelly. I'm not done yet. Oh, oh, okay. Don't worry. Oh, I'm sorry. I have all of the information you're looking for. <laughs> I will get to it. I'm wet. So. With anticipation. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Wait, no, I didn't mean moist. that in a gross way. You're moist with anticipation. No, that's not what I meant. W-H-E-T. But I think I used the word that's, wrong. Yeah. I used the word wrong. Thing. I've wet your appetite. Is that what you meant? I yeah. that's yeah. some use of it. Yeah, that's okay. that sounds more like a thing. Okay, so in addition to not bathing a lot, they also couldn't do a lot of laundry because again, it was so time intensive. Um, so most households actually had one laundry day a month. So you'd be wearing the same sweaty, smelly clothes on your unwashed body all month. Um they did tend to, at least richer people, they tended to have a lot of linen undergarments so they could change them out regularly um, between the monthly laundry days. Um, however, when you were washing your linens, you were washing it using something called chamber lye. What do you think chamber lye is made out of? Pee. Okay. Um, wait, let me think. Um, lye, is it as in L-Y-E? Yes. Uh, okay. So it's like... For the chamber, for the for the pooping room, the water closet, the loo. Is it? I don't know. Oh, okay, lie, lies. Mm, I don't know. Just Jen tell already me. guessed it. What is it? It's pee. It's made yeah. out of urine. It's a soap made from ashes and urine. Uh, human yeah. gathered from chamber pots. 
<coughs> excuse me. Wow. It was also common to soak items in urine in order to dissolve grease and bleach out lemon that, linen that was going yellow. So. That wouldn't make it more yellow? I guess not. That's sick. Maybe they were drinking a lot of water. They weren't. Oh, that's right. They probably weren't. There's there's the whole water so this issue. Was like, yeah. Like really concentrated piss. I I didn't get in, <laughs> I didn't get into the actual chemistry of lye. It's soap made from ashes and urine. Okay. Um human urine? Yes. Okay. Well, that reminds me of Fight Club, because that's what Tyler Durden told us. Do you remember? And then he purposely uh, he purposely burned yeah. Edward Norton's hand with the lie. Oh yeah. And he says like you could put the water on it and like burn the shit out of yourself some more, or you neutralize it with the vinegar. I don't remember that, but I haven't watched it. It's just so. chemistry, baby. Okay. So okay. So in addition to all of this bo and horrible smells, people's teeth were also rotting out of their faces. Ooh. Because the popular foods at this time were very rich in sugar. Especially for the fashionable upper classes. Um, so everyone's, yeah, everyone's teeth were just rotting. Um, <laughs> and there were teeth cleaning powders available, um, but they were basically made out of sulfuric acid. So it was just stripping the enamel off your teeth. Ew! Oh. That's horrible. Yeah. So the most effective method of masking their smelly breath and rotting teeth was to chew on herbs like parsley. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Parsley does that. It's parsley in the mint family. That kind of thing, yeah. So with all of these teeth rotting out all over the place, people would lose their teeth entirely. Um, and so rich women would wear false teeth, sometimes made of ivory or porcelain. What they really treasured were dentures with real, actual teeth in them. Oh, like to dabbers? So where did you? Th- so where did they get these teeth from? Dead people. Dead people. Okay, dead so people. One was dead people. So teeth sourced from dead soldiers in battlefields or from graveyards. The Ugh. other was that poor people were actually encouraged to sell their healthy teeth to make dentures for rich women. Oh yeah, That's like in sick. like in Les Misérables, where she's like, sell your hair, you know, and like you could like sell your fucking hair and sell your teeth. Like she gets her tooth pulled out and like she sells it for like, you know, twenty guineas or whatever the fuck. And since I guess since the poor people didn't have, they weren't eating all this rich sugary food. Their teeth were actually probably better than. Yeah, you're um, right because the they were just eating gruel or whatever, you know. Um, moving on. Let's talk about makeup. Oh, yeah. Georgian makeup. Georgian makeup. Oh my um, god, Jen. I hope you weren't hoping to talk about this. I hope you're not talking about what I was going to talk about today. I don't know. Let's find out. Okay, we'll see what you out. got. What you got going Let's on? Hope. Um, or we might have to fight. That's okay. Okay. Um, I'll so win. it was very fashionable at the time to have a super white face and dark eyebrows, like me. <laughs> Uh, to get that white face, women used lead-based powders that sometimes also featured vinegar and horse manure. Oh, that can't be bad at all. That's not bad. Coating their entire face, shoulders, and neck. Oh, my God. Ooh, sexy. Lead poisoning from this face powder caused hair loss and tooth decay. Ugh. So trend-setting ladies just leaned into it and made it very fashionable to have a receding hairline and almost no eyebrows. Oh, my God. They're just like, well, this happens anyway, so we might as well just say it's cool. Yep. Like, yeah. I like it. That's that's cool. All and, right. and and if you did still want some eyebrows after losing your own, you just trap a mouse in the kitchen and make a new pair out of its fur. What? Wow. Eyebrows, did you say? Eyebrows. Eyebrows out of mouse fur? Yep. Oh, my God. I've never heard of that huh. ever. That's so gross. I, I did. I so by the way, I did. I, I'm going to like say right now, I got all of these facts 
from a UK newspaper called The Express. And I hope it's not a terrible tabloid on. (laughs) (laughs) None of this is true. Bat Boy level lies. All my my sources were Wikipedia. So, Um, you know. (laughs) At least some of this I know is true because I've read it somewhere else. Um, oh, my God. Mouse eyebrows grows. That's sick. You know, well, I'm just going to play ignorant American. OK, anyway. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So and this could actually so people and people did die from sometimes from using this lead. Yeah, that shit this is makeup. so to- toxic mm-hmm. AF. Yeah, you could probably put horse manure on your yeah, face and it'd toxic. be fine. <laughs> so. While a receding hairline was considered very fashionable, um, it was also fashionable to have your hair piled three feet high on your head. Um, And so to make that happen, they would use wire frames and they would pad it out with horse hair because you didn't have enough of your own hair to do this. Um, But since it took forever to create these hairstyles and it was really expensive to get them done, women would leave them up for weeks at a time. And since it was impossible to do anything like combing, lice were inevitable. And so a scratching rod was invented so these women could poke it into their hair piles. <laughs> I scratch myself with a stick in my hair. <laughs> Don't vomit, Heather. That's so gross. Like when I think about like lice and shit, like, ah! Yeah. Okay. So you're a fancy Georgian lady at the royal court. You smell like sweat and rose water. You're wearing a giant heavy gown that might not have been washed in a month. Your undergarments were bleached in urine. You're wearing dentures with other people's teeth. Your face is slowly disintegrating from your lead-based makeup. And you have a lice infestation under your horsehair wig. You're killing it. And now you have to pee. What do you do? Pop a squat right there. Well, obviously, you take a gravy boat type container called a Bordeloo. Stick it under your skirt, squeeze it between your thighs, and pee into it while continuing on your conversation. Oh, I would do that, Hundo pee. Like, that's like... That's maybe the least gross thing I've told you about this whole time. Oh my yeah, god, that's yeah. not so bad. I would actually love that. That makes sense in a big dress. If, if that was, like, normal, like, you know, day-to-day thing, like, that's normalized, I'd be like, thank god, I don't have to fucking, like, go to the bathroom and pee. I just you... walk around with my pee bucket. Yes. <laughs> so, would you're saying you would wear, if it was, like, you would wear a diaper then, if it was, like, normalized. Uh, if society said it was okay. No, because I don't want, like, the piss to be sitting there. Like, okay. I want to be able to, like, piss in, like, the little thing. And then dispose and then, like, of it how? Give it to my manservant <laughs> and have him take it away. Now, in this scenario, are you wearing, like, a large dress that covers up your right. pee device? Or yeah. are you just wearing a regular dress with a bucket between your legs? No, no. I'm wearing, like, a big, like, I'm imagining myself in like a Georgian like you know type gown okay yeah where because like it's like the modern it's like the uh oldie time shiwi you know the yeah shiwi. yeah uh actually I've this never, is fine this is yeah, this is fine it's fine it's fine so I would love if that was normalized it'd be great yeah I would wear that awesome if I lived then I probably wouldn't wear a Georgian gown now I didn't know <laughs> that was a thing but that's that's great Okay, so that was uh, was my bit for the yeah, week. Good job, I enjoyed job. it. Yeah, good very job. informative. Yeah, good job, Mr. Darcy. Yeah, ew. <laughs> I enjoyed Miss Bennett. I enjoyed reporting, uh, researching it. Uh, yeah. Okay, so, um, you guys, you guys wanted to play a game this week that we, you like to play. Yes, we like to play this when we were young. Yeah, it, it used to be called the billion dollar game, but we decided it's more accurately referred to as. Name your price. Find your find. Yeah, name your price. Is it name your price or find your price? I think either work. I guess we're the ones making it up. We get to decide. Mm-hmm. What do you think, JB? I give it up to you. 
I think I think when you said find your price, that's more the feel we're going for. Okay, because yeah, we're we're gonna find your price. All right. So what's the premise? How much money would it take for you to chew another person's toenails? Okay, so you have to ask me like, would you do it for a billion dollars? Oh yeah. All right. So always start out a billion dollars. Wait, before we start wagering, these toenails still attached to their feet or are they clippings? There's you have to chew them off. Oh, you have to chew them off. You have to chew off somebody's toenails. Yeah, so you have to chew on the toenail when it's do, on the foot. Do we get to choose the person whose toenails are chewing off? No. It's anybody. Anybody. They're clean, though. They're uh, clean. They're clean toenails. They're clean toenails. They've cleaned their feet. Yes. Okay, so I would do it for a billion dollars. Definitely. Okay. Would you do it for a billion dollars? For a billion, sure. All right. Would you do it for a million? Yes. Uh, Yeah, they're clean. Yeah, okay. Would you do it for $100,000? No. 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 Wait, $100,000? No. Chew them off? How much? How how far do I chew them off? <laughs> like, like all the way off and spit them out. <laughs> like what? Like just the ends? Well, yeah. Well, not yeah. The entire... you don't have to, no, you don't have to rip the toenail from the toe. <laughs> There's no blood involved. I do it just... for $100,000. You do it for $100,000? Yeah. All right. No. No? No. Nope. All right. We're, we're going to focus in on you, Heather. I know. $50,000. Okay, no, I would not do it for fifty thousand dollars. No, no, I don't think so. I think a hundred. I could buy you a really nice car. Might be my limit. Oh yeah, I could. Uh, and I just paid off my Civic. Exactly, no car payment. <laughs> get a uh, Lambo. You couldn't get a Lambo. <laughs> Lambo. Um, no, not for fifty thousand right. dollars. That's still gross. Eighty thousand dollars. Mm. That's like not working for a year just to chew off one little toenail. Yeah. I'd do it. All right. So okay, you're making you're putting it in perspective for me now. All right. So now we're between fifty and eighty. Hmm. Sixty thousand dollars. I think I'm gonna make seventy five my limit. Done. That's my final answer. Seventy five thousand dollars. Yeah. All right. Tax free. Oh yeah, tax free. Must be tax free. Yeah, yeah. There's some shady stuff going on. Don't worry, you don't have to pay taxes. Under the table. And you said what, Justine? Where did you cop out at? A million. She wouldn't even do it for a million. No, I would do it for a million. I wouldn't do do it for a hundred thousand. Correct. All right. Now, do we find Justine's limit? That's what. Oh, what's your limit? Yeah. What about five hundred thousand? I think that depends on how long we want the segment to go on for. Yeah, (laughs) I guess we're done. Yeah, I think finding. One person is we that's have good. A, we have a winner. Well, what would we you a wiener. How, what would you do it for? Oh, Jen? I don't know. I'm. I just need some money. I would definitely do it for fifty. Fifty. Yeah, I would definitely do it oh, for so fifty. Jen is the winner. Yeah, I'm the scummiest. Okay. Oh, is it time for? <laughs> is it time for Heather's story? It's time for Heather. Heather's story. It's time. time for my story. My story is this time. Okay, so <clears throat> my story is about forensic entomology. So do you guys, do you guys know what that is? Mm-hmm. Or what? Forensic entomology? Yeah. Forensics yeah, yeah. using bugs? Yes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So basically, do you remember like CSI with like, what was it? Was it Gil Grissom or Gus? No, it was Gil Grissom. Yeah. Gil, Gil Grissom. Yeah. yeah. Like we used to watch that a lot when we lived together. I know. I watched like shit tons of that on Spike TV. Rest in peace. <laughs> um, but okay. So Don't rest in peace, Spike TV. <laughs> it turned into the Paramount Network. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> I hate bugs in general. I understand they are necessary. They're great. I love to have bees in my garden, but I do not want them crawling all over my body. That's nasty ass. Just makes me feel bad. Um, Okay, so um, 
Medical legal forensic entomology is specifically what I'm talking about. Uh, in uh, ev- It's basically evidence gathered through an- arthropod studies at the scenes of crimes or in cases of abuse or neglect. So in murder, it's which insects' eggs appear, their location on their body, and what order they appear. Um, they determine the uh, postmortem interval, or PMI, uh, and are also, like, they can help determine the death's location. So uh bugs are also so not only are they attracted to like decaying bodies like you know like you know carrion and that of the like they're also attracted to like urine and feces shit uh so that's how they can be found this is actually really dark so be prepared uh (laughs) this is a bugs can be attracted to urine feces and that's used as evidence of abuse and neglect usually in children and really in old people Oh. so it's not so like a horrible example that i found an elder neglect which is like really sick is this elderly woman uh was found to have uh she was found dead in september of 2002 the year i graduated high school in her uh in her apartment in germany uh her foot was infected with green bottle fly larvae uh the lady didn't clean her toilet and for some reason they found that she had like clothes in her toilet and hmm. so that attracted flies to the area and a postmortem interval was two days but the maggots they found on her were four days old so that means that the maggots were feeding on her while she was still alive indicate that welfare was not being you know she was not being properly cared for Ooh. nasty Ooh. Ooh. i basically was like eh, when i read about that story wait how like how I, I, how how do maggots start Okay, well, I'll tell you. Okay, so what happens whenever a corpse dies is, you know, there's various bugs that are attracted to that. Well, I meant, but while she was still alive. Yeah, oh, because, like, basically the flesh was rotting because... Oh, so, okay. Bed sores, et cetera? Yeah, that So she had necrotic tissue. Yes. Yeah, her flesh was rotting, and it was attracting maggots and was infested with maggots before, like, while she was still alive. yeah and they were able to determine that because they were like well this lady's only been dead for um two days but these maggots are four days old so sick you know um so there's various types of bugs so flies are usually the first guys to the scene um they really like the moistiness of the fresh corpses uh for their little maggot babies to eat on that's nice. They're providers. Yeah. I felt, yeah, I felt really fucking nasty, by the way, while reading all this. I was like, I cannot believe I'm reading this much about bugs. Like, ugh. Um, so <laughs> gross. Okay, so there's uh, blowflies. The hatching to the first larval stage takes from eight hours to one day. And flies have uh, this, like, egg larvae pupil, pu- pupil, <laughs> p- the pupae stage uh, into the adult. Um, and that's each separated by molting. There's uh, 1,100, sorry, known species of these flies known worldwide. So they're all over the place. So they're used, like, they can be used pretty much anywhere. Then there's flesh flies. Um, There's, like, the regular house fly, which is, like, my general nemesis. (laughs) Uh, There's cheese flies, which they infest cured meat, smoked fish, cheeses, and decaying animals. Rude. Yeah. I know how we, we all feel about cheese. They've got good taste yeah we love it so much yeah um so but these don't actually take up residence in a corpse until after three to six months after okay it is dead got so, it so like that's how they use you know so they're like okay well if they only find these blowfly maggots on there this corpse is probably only like 
you know, three days old. Right. But if they find these tree flies, it's a lot longer. Um, there was interesting. Interestingly, I found these humpback flies. They burrow to a depth of 50 centimeters for over four days. So uh, they important in finding uh, in information about like buried, you know, corpse cases. Mm. Um, and uh, non-biting midges. Their larvae are aquatics. They're used to when submerged corpses are found. Uh, and then, like, after the flies leave, then there's beetles that come in, and they are the ones that are, like, stripping the skeletons of the flesh, you know, mostly. And they're also used in, like, medical pur- uh, like medical specimen purposes. Like, mm-hmm. if they want to get a human, uh, corp- a human skeleton, mm-hmm. they will strip, like, you know, dissect the whole corpse and all that stuff. And then to get all, the, like, the little, like, nooks and crannies and whatnot, just- they'll throw a bunch of uh, brown beetles on there, and they'll just, like, eat all that flesh. Wow. And it doesn't damage any of the any of the bone structure. And then they can like clean it and cool. Yeah. I don't like that actually. Yeah. It's efficient. Yeah. It is. Yeah. yeah. It feels very natural. So um there's some mitigating factors. Uh wasps, when wasps show up, that can kind of throw a wrench into the investigation because they feast on all of the other decomposition buggies. They're like, ooh, all these flies and beetles are delicious, you know? So if they like eat all of those, it can be hard for the investigators to tell like actually how old the wasps just can't stop fucking things up. I, I fucking hate, hate wasps. Fucking wasps. Wasps are devil spawn. Sorry if for some reason you're a sociopath and you like wasps, but if you are, <laughs> Stop you're listening. wrong. We don't you're want wrong. you. Yeah, bees are great. Wasps us. are. Oh, they're bees so number one. scary. Um, so other mitigating factors, drugs. This is like a whole other part of like the forensics. It's called ento- entomotoxicology. It's the use of bugs found at a scene to test for different drugs that may have played a role in the death of a victim. So if a bug is not developing normally, it can indicate toxins in the carrion on which the insects are feasting. So, for example, uh, if like barbiturates, they found that morphine and heroin and barbiturates and things of that nature, they've caused developmental delays in like the pupae and all like the maggots that are growing on like the dead body but cocaine and meth speed it up you know uh so there's a really great example story that i found there's 20 year old female uh, found stabbed to death laying in an open environment surrounded by trees so most of the maggots were six to seven millimeters long which suggested they were seven days old however (laughs) they also found this is so gross a 17.7 millimeter maggot that means that was uh okay 17 millimeters that's a 1.7 centimeter big maggot so it's like the size of the tip of your finger your fingernail Mm. probably was also found and that would suggest that that maggot was three weeks old so they're like what the hell is this it was found that the victim had snorted (laughs) some of that booger sugar uh shortly right before her death and uh the big and maggot was the like feasting on her nasal nasal cavity and all oh. the other buggies were like eating everywhere else on our body. So they didn't get like the full main line of the cocaine. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> all right, that was so gross. Um, other stuff that can kind of affect is like moisture and heat. You know, if it's like a warmer environment, you know, the bugs will develop like faster. So that can kind of like change your, you know, mess up the investigation a little bit. Um, oh, this was another thing I found really gross and really, uh, 
Yeah, just like hopefully I think you'll you guys will be grossed out by it. But like okay, <laughs> hanged bodies. They they're like less of a food source since they dry out faster. They're hanging and blowing in the breeze, you know. So like these beetles and shits can't really get up to those right, yeah. corpses. And like the flies can get up there, but like really, yeah, really not a lot mm-hmm. of the other ones. So um what happens is uh, rove beetles and non-flying insects can be found more likely in like the puddle of decomposing body fluids oh. dripping down from the hanging corpse like right below yeah. it oh. and I'm like oh it's just like a puddle of like corpse fluids it's so nasty Ugh. yeah so I thought that was pretty interesting I never heard of that before but mm-hmm. I never thought to think about corpse fluids yeah I never I mean I know obviously we know that making like, you think about it we, yeah Kind of makes you think. But it smells. Obviously, we know that, like, bugs eat. Like, we know about, like, maggot-infested corpses. I never thought about, like, like what you just explained. Hanged bodies. Well, just, like, using them to, to like, deter- like to tell us things. Yeah, Like, smart. I didn't know, like, like, that certain flies will only start eating the body, like. Oh, you didn't know like, about that at all? Time. No. Oh, cool. I'm so glad I was, yeah. you know. No, and that, that's like really, and that's like really cool that like by the species of a fly that you can tell something like that. Like, I wonder, like, I wonder what it is that after like six months that one fly is like, yeah, now this is, this is right. Yeah. This isn't, that wasn't good it's enough like, for it's me. Like, it's, well, like it's like you're squeezing an avocado and you're like, <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Not yet. And then. And well, then all of a sudden, one day, it's time. I'll tell you why. Well, one of the reasons why is some of the buggies that come later are not necessarily feasting on the corpse itself, but they're feasting on the other things that have been there for a while. Okay. Yeah. So, like, for example, um, like, some of the beetles that come in, like, are eating the fly larvae, and some mm. of the wasps that are coming are eating their flies. So, that's, Yeah. That is, but yeah, it's it is really really interesting, and I uh, I like I said before, I hate bugs. I think they're so gross, and I can't believe I was reading this much about insects, and I know this much about inf- insects now. But it was super interesting, and another thing I, I didn't mention before was um, geography. So certain bugs are only around in certain areas at certain times, so that can tell like if there's like a, a certain like larvae has been feasting on you that is not indigenous to the area where your body is found, that would indicate that maybe your corpse was moved right. by a murderer or whatever, you know. Or by a ghost. Yeah, or by a ghost, whatever. But yeah, I thought that shit was, like, super interesting. So I think that's that's all I have. My sources were mainly Wikipedia. Um, don't at me. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, the end. Any, uh, anything else? That's pretty much all I got. I was Comments? Little- questions? I enjoyed that. It was good. I feel very informed and yeah. disgusted. Yeah, was mm-hmm. it disgusting? It was totally disgusting. Should we do a rate of like grossness at the end of our stories? Maybe that could maybe be the ending of our stories is like how gross. We could try that. Sure. Okay. So your story, I definitely was very grossed out. So uh, was it one to ten? Yeah, let's do one to ten. We need some nuance in there, but not too much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna give yours a solid six. Fair. I was also thinking six because it's gross, but I also don't want to puke in my mouth. Gross. Like, yeah. I'm not. A, I, 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 agree. I wasn't surprised. Yeah. It's like distasteful. Yeah. yeah. But also only because of her own current cultural mores. Yeah. Remember, in two to three hundred years, there will be people being just well. If humans are still around in two to three hundred years. Doubtful. Dubious. Um, they'll be talking about how gross we are. So. Yeah. We're not all using the flossing and brushing brushes at the same time. 
you mean like water picks in that? No, but there's one that does water both pick. at the same time. And when I was at the laundromat last week, I watched this infomercial three times. Oh, Christ. It <laughs> just does it all. It's a party in your mouth. It sounds like whirling and swirling. Good. Whirling and swirling. Um, so I'm going to rate Heather's a seven because Thanks. of the corpse fluids. Oh, yeah. That part really grossed me out because I never thought I never thought about the hanged fluids. Ugh. I feel like such a copier, but we may just be on the same range because yours was, I also go a seven. Thanks. But it was disgusting, but I was never left like questioning why this happened. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like it, was... it didn't leave me with like a personal feeling that the world is bad disgust. Yeah. I, I, I think you're doing a really good job, like really justifying art- your number, articulating your feelings. I, yes, I completely agree. Yeah. It's gross, but it's also like, totally natural it's like how the world works so it's like gross because we're being squeamish and maybe because we're so disconnected from from nature yeah Yeah. but yeah i love that nature can like do this and it's like really interesting and yeah um it's not a chaotic disgusting gross thing it's something that's very controlled and uh used for science and uh, oh, and I'm I'm really all about like very death positive. Yeah, so, I was like I think a yeah. lot of times it's, we're squeamish because we're just you know we're afraid of death. death. We don't yeah. want to talk about death. Definitely. Oh my gosh, I love um oh what's her name Caitlin Dottie. Dottie. Dottie oh yeah. my god, I love her. She's my queen. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. She's I. Yes. I mean, again, I like her. I find what you talk about disturbing because I'm you know at, disturbed at, by death. But ask a mortician. Yeah, she's great. She's great. Yeah, look her up. Ask a mortician. She's really uh, order of the good death. She's yes. so great. She's a mortician. She's wonderful, and I love her so much. And yeah, um, I'm very death positive, just like her. And yeah, she's very inspiring to me. Um, all right, so Jay Bizzle. Oh hey, it's my turn. It's your turn. Yeah, your story. Oh okay. So when we were first starting this, and I just kind of glibly mentioned what I was interested in looking up, I told Justine that. I know in cosmetics, there's like anus glands and like squish bugs all over our faces. Yeah. And she's like, ew, gross. I, I, w- I want to know about that, but I also don't want to know about that. Mm-hmm. So I looked into the uh, anal glands and the squish bugs. In our in our makeup. In our makeup. In our makeup. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. In our cosmetics. Okay. Okay. All right. So now I have to hear about this. This uh, is like You, part you literally two. have to. Whether I want to or not. Okay. Yes. <laughs> um, so... The anal gland is a uh, castorium. First, whose whose anal gland is this? Uh, beavers. Is it only the beavers that they uh, use? There the may be other juice? animals, but it's it's kind of like the musk deer that I talked about mm. before. That primarily castorium is gonna come from the castor sac on a beaver. Mm-hmm. So how you get the juices? Basically, like if you ever had like a dog or like a big fat ass cat. Yeah. They're like anal glands. They're, they're glands. Yeah. And you can squish out the gland juice like around their anus. Yeah, because some cats, they're like anal glands get, yeah. in, get big. packed up, right? And they, and they have to be expressed. Yeah. My cat, yeah. his name is Fat Boy. His name is Fat Fat. And uh, we call him, when we first got him, we found him next door and we brought him, you know, into our house. And I was, remember like petting him with um, the Virgo upstairs. And I was like, I was sniffing. I was like, Ugh, he's 
smells kind of like his butt stinks. <laughs> and it turns out that like, yeah, his butts, his anal glands get stuffed. Uh, we call him Little King Stuff Butts or Little King <laughs> or Little Little King Stuff Butt, whatever the one. And uh, but yeah, because so we took him to the vet uh, the, when we first got him to make sure that he was OK and had all the shots and yada, yada. And I told the vet, I was like, um. I think he needs his anal glands expressed. And she's like, uh, I don't know. Like, it's usually just dogs that need that, you know? Oh, wait. So it, it's dogs that need it. And I just think it's cats because of your cat. Of, yeah, yeah. It's normally yeah. a dog thing. It's mostly like, dogs. All the time dogs. Yeah. yeah. A dog groomer. That's like just part of the like squish squish. Yeah. But my, yeah, they're just, they do that for a courtesy. They're just like, we will wash your dog and we will squish its little butthole. It's like clipping the nails. It's yeah, exactly. Part of the package. It, it gives a yeah it's so gross um so i told them vet that and she's like she's like oh really you know and then she like you know had the glove on she's like oh i'll check for you anyway and then she's like you were right yeah like his butt was stuffed up with like you know nasty like butt juice poor baby yeah that's that's mr fat boy i love him so much he's such a big boy and uh wish he was in here right now yeah i know he's, he's shy so cute. yeah he's very shy he did the butt scoot one time like the, you know how dogs do the butt scoot on the yeah. carpet he did that one time like i thought he was trying to scratch his itch yeah i didn't know that cats did that um, my cat did that my cat does that if he has poop stuck on his butt fur yeah i've seen pepper do that uh, when she's had poopy on her well, butt both fur. of those both pepper and rowdy are flukes are dark are not dark they're um they're gray floofs yeah they're long-haired floofs it's true. So yeah, they have so they they sometimes get dingleberries all stuck in there and they try to get them all. And sometimes he gets his butt shaved. Anyway. Yeah, back to the so, beaver anal glance. But basically that's how you get castorium is they express the beaver's glands mm -hmm. and kind of like with musk, they they dry it, they dilute it, and refine it, pasteurize like, it. So like a beaver <laughs> anal gland expressing, the castor gland expressing. It doesn't smell like when your cat does. It's it's a pleasant neutral scent. They use castor oil or castor juice. I don't <laughs> know what the term is. Um, it has a leathery scent. Okay. So you might find it a nice... Uh, but the further I looked into it, this is also much, much like musk in that primarily uh, it's kind of hard to go and squeeze on a beaver's butt. Yeah, that makes they sense. They don't like it. No one likes to do it. And it's like illegal yeah. to kill beavers in a lot of places. Wait, do you have to kill the beaver to do this? Not necessarily, but beavers don't like to have their their butts close. Yeah. They're Nobody not really wants to really no no one wants to do that to a live beaver. I know so. with the cat, they actually she actually had to insert her finger into my cat's butthole to do it. Like it wasn't like dogs where they can just squeeze it. Like she, she literally like had to, you know. I'm not sure where this is at i don't but, know okay so that's what i'm saying is like with the beavers do they just have the beavers in a cage and do they just like squeeze their buttholes over so often i think they yes but i think they anesthetize them oh that's i don't that's, believe that that's, that's too mean. nice i think, I think anesthetizing them is too nice did you know oh my god i have this girlfriend that i work with she's so sweet she uh went to like um animal husbandry school and she says that like when they do certain procedures on pigs they don't anesthetize them whatsoever because they're basically just chattel 
They're just meat. Oh. So like when they like, you know, clip their toenails and like pull out their teeth and like do all <gasps> oh, like. Oh, that's savage. Yeah. It's just like, I don't know if they get horns or whatever, but like they pull out. So whenever they like dehorn the goat, they like put lidocaine and stuff. They like numb up their like little horns and stuff with like Novocaine, like at the dentist. Um, but with the, the, the pigs, they get nothing. So I don't believe that the beavers get anything. I believe that they just put the beavers in the little cage and it's probably like a tiny little cage. And then they just like milk the beavers. They just, okay. you know, either way, it's a pain in the ass. So ha, generally literally. speaking, <laughs> I am the punzar, but I didn't even know I was making a pun. Punzar. But so it's generally synthetic, Ugh. synthetics that are used. Okay. So, but so you probably don't have any beaver juice on you. But okay, but what sort of makeup would it have been used in? Generally, in perfume. It, it okay. What's used in some food items, but generally perfume. Oh, is musk? No, musk is used in musk. Oh, it's not the same thing. No, it's just another. It's another gland. It's that another, is, but you definitely have to kill for musk because it's like inside in the oh. flank, as we determined last week. Yes, it's on the side. Oh, yeah. It's not in the anus. You can't just squeeze it out. Okay. Okay. So another perfume base. Another perfume. Like, okay. it's a nasty world. Okay. Um, But the next thing, it is not perfume. Okay. But it is squished up bugs. <laughs> Perfect. Um, it's Heather's favorite thing. Yes. And if you favor a bold lip. I do. We both You've do. definitely put these squashed up bugs on your You're face. No way, really? You're favoring one right now. I've got some squished bugs on my face right now. I actually am wearing red lipstick. I used a redder blush and I used a red eyeshadow to emphasize all of the dead bugs on my face. So it still <laughs> has dead bugs. Wait, oh, yeah. So that means we're going to have to take your picture for the Instagram. Absolutely. Let's right, demonstrate. So hit me with the details. But um, and I tried to look up to see which manufacturers don't use carmine and oh, the substance is called carmine. Okay, carmine. It's crushed up dead buggies. What bug yeah. is it? It is a um, the first people to use this were the Aztecs, mm. who are perhaps one of the sickest societies in history. They're they're into some shit. Really? So this is. Oh, you don't know about the Aztecs? I mean, I kind of do, but I guess Have I'm you gonna... seen Apocalypto? I mean, I would like to wait for a future podcast in which yeah, you tell yeah. me about it. I can tell you a lot more about the Aztecs. Like, oh, yeah. that's, that's an episode. That okay. one. That's yeah. a three-parter because okay. they got all kinds of stuff. Okay. okay. There's like a god that they have to wear flayed skins. Anyway. Mm, so this, mm, is, mm. this is a lot more tame. Okay. But um, so Carmine comes from the cochineal beetle. Okay. The female cochineal beetle. And uh, they're native to Mexico and Central America, and they grow on the uh, cocos cacti. But so how you get uh, carmine is they get the dead beetles like it's like a thousand of them to no 17,000 of them to get one pound of uh, carmine. Jeez. That's, that's a lot of that's a lot of dead bugs. So they boil them in a solution uh, dry it and it comes up with this like beautiful brilliant red dye yeah and there is a nat like an artificial replacement that isn't dead beetles but it still has like a slight orange tint to it but it's what people that don't use carmine use they use uh it's red 40 oh just like in your meat uh in i suppose M&Ms? yes yeah like I've seen the, red like, 40 so that's like yeah. that's like the closest substitute for so but you're telling me there's no such thing to get like the reddest red other than like these buggies this carmine yeah so science has not yet figured out how to make a true red 
out of synthetic materials. Nothing's getting as close as these squished up buggies. That's nuts. Science, get on it. Because they are in everything. Like they act they they're they actually it made the news a few years ago because Starbucks was using uh this this coloring agent in all of their strawberry drinks. Okay. Oh. And once people found out that in their strawberry frappuccino there were dead beetles, it was it was a to-do. Yeah, it was like people were like, I don't want to eat them bugs. So now they switched to using either artificials or I think like other kind of vegetable based. But coloring. yeah, why don't they just use oh I don't know. It's like in the food dye that like you get in the store, like the regular food dye. Food coloring, does that have it in it? The ingredients you would see on your label that could indicate the use of carmine, because it's not always called carmine. Sometimes it is, but it's not always. Um it could be CL75470 uh-huh. rolls off the tongue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very memorable. Uh, <laughs> uh, Coke meal extract. That's pretty straightforward. And Crimson Lake, which is. Oh, I've seen that. that on a, Crimson Lake. Yeah, I've seen that on like an ingredient list. That's Carmine. Carmine. Crimson Lake. Crimson Lake. <laughs> Not a menstruation joke. Not a menstruation. Not this time. So, um, do vegans have an issue with using things that have carmine in it? Yes, they do. Oh, you're, I'm, I'm skipping. I would imagine you're, you're not, you're not. Just I was, um, I have a young vegan coworker, and whenever I said carmine, like her face like lit up. She's like, oh yeah, and then did you know this and this and this? And you're like, yes, I did. Was she a good source of info? Well, it was just like kind of confirmation that a vegan is assuredly aware of this problem. Yeah. Okay. At least and a vegan who educates themselves. Responsible, yeah. So a vegan can't um, happily wear a, a true red lip is what you're no. saying. They would, they would have to go looking for this literal handful of cosmetic companies that do not use carmine. Okay. Yeah. Tay-Tay ain't vegan. Well, any She may use one of these companies. Right. Any any vegans who happen to be listening to us and have recommendations for vegan red lips, I mean, you know, I'm tweet, not sh- tweet them at us. I don't need them. I'll use all the bugs. Bugs. Well, other people I, might I don't be interested. Crush, crush, crush. I care about having bugs all over my face. But what other ifs? people might be interested. That's true. Okay. It's not all about you. If you're into that. You're right. But it is though. I know. It's well, not all about me cuz I'm not a Leo. I like to throw shade at all those Leos out there. You know, you know it's true. All right, keep going, JV. What's up next? Oh, that that was it. That was it. That's it. That was it. That was it. All right, good job. That was great. Loved it. Yeah. So, how many? Wait, how many red uh, products are you wearing on your face right now? Um, Like four. Four. At least four. Yes. The equivalent of like eight hundred and thirty-seven crushed beetles or some shit. Well, I mean, that's what goes into a pound of pigment. Okay. I'm not wearing a pound of red pigment yeah, on my face. Yeah, what was the ratio again? It was 17,000 to a pound. Okay. So then you probably have like five of them on your face. I mean, but we all literally have tiny little bugs on our faces all the time anyway. That's yeah. true. Like in our eyelashes. But these are bugs that right. I'm putting on my yeah. face on purpose. Yeah. So. They're dead, so it's fine. But you favor a bold lip as well. I love a bold lip. And they're dead bugs. They're not live bugs. It's not like the ones in your eyelashes. Yeah. These have already been squished up, distilled. Yeah. 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 I'm I'm not that I'm not that upset about it, to be honest. I mean, and they also, I mean, you know, they're in in any food product we consume, there's like an uh acknowledge that there's a certain amount of bug parts that it's okay, like per million or something. So like in your ketchup. I hope no one was planning on talking about this, but I think it's like so 
It's yeah, such no, common knowledge. It's not really worth. No, I think that should yeah. be a future podcast. Because, What's allowed in the FDA? Yeah, because okay. I, I, when I was in, uh, went to college, I was in a debate class and a girl did a speech on that and it was fucking eye opening as all shit. I was like, what? Yeah, it's like when, you're, like when you're eating that applesauce and you think, oh, that looks kind of like a bug leg, but it probably isn't. It might it be. It might be. Yeah, that Red should definitely be a category. applesauce has carmine. So if, if you're into mm. doing that, Justine, I think you should go for it. No, I think one of you guys should. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, I'd do it too. Or you could do JV, whatever. There's but we should do it. There's a certain amount of rat feces that can be allowed in a facility. Right. Yeah. There's a quota. Okay, stop spoiling future episodes. I don't know what the quota is. Yeah, we'll tell you about it. To be... Uh, to be continued. To be continued, yeah. So um, we actually didn't talk about this before, but that's okay because we can talk about it now. Mm-hmm. Um, so what was uh, what was your sickest thing of the week in a bad way? <laughs> um, This actually, a little bit, not exactly, still has to do with expressing anal glands, uh-huh. but not really. But uh, so, you know, we, we like to watch Dr. Pimple Popper videos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a story of a pimple popping gone bad. Oh, God. So I don't know. Is, is this your pimple? No, it's not mine. This is just okay. a story I heard. But um, I'm sure you guys have read Seventeen Magazine, Teen Magazine, yes. Sassy Magazine. YM. YM. Whatever the yeah. kids are. Rest in peace, YM. I uh, love R- YM. R.I.P. Yeah. Sassy. Yeah. That was the best yeah. one. Yeah. Anyway, but they were saying, don't pop any pimples in your T-zone. You'll get a bacterial infection and you'll die, mm-hmm. which I don't listen it did to. not stop i didn't need yeah but a coworker of mine and i walked in and i just heard him say like my bloody underwear and <laughs> that's a great way to walk into a conversation and then they said that i was uh eavesdropping i was like you were just talking about your bloody underwear so i think that i have every right to intercede in this conversation <gasps> oh my god but he was telling me uh that he had a big pimple on his ass and he popped it and it got infected <gasps> and like his ass blew out to like 50% of his ass size. Is this a guy? Oh Is my it, God. Yes, he was a guy. And uh, and he went to like the ER and he had to like lance his like. And drain all the pasta. Yeah, do all like all the infection shit. He was in the hospital on antibiotics for like a few days. Holy shit. Let this be a lesson, gentlemen. I'm speaking specifically to the gentleman. Don't let shit go until it's too late. I take that back. I also, take it. I say it to everybody. Also, wash your butt. Wash your butt. But yeah, like you know, if things go bad, you know, don't wait until it's the side. What did you say? Like it went it's like blew up fifty percent of his ass. Like it got infected and it blew up. Oh my god. I do want to point. I'm not implying that your coworker does not wash his butt. That's mean. He might not. He seems clean, but I mean, well, I, I didn't ask. I, I said he didn't wash his hands. Yeah. Uh, well, that's also yeah. Oh, you should never. If you're gonna if you're gonna pop a pimple, wash your hands. Use rubbing alcohol. I I have I have a pimple popping like tool that I got on Amazon. It's like it's like oh, what yeah. Doctor Pimple Popper uses. The little I know. Squ- I know. A safe way. Yeah, the I thing know. with the little circle, yeah. the little wand. I know. Yeah. I'm not supposed to use it, but I do. Any, but I disinfect it before I and have after. That too. Yeah. Be, be safe in your pimple popping. He's going to be really happy. I told him I might talk about him on the podcast. Oh, good. So but he said he, not to identify him. So you're going to listen to this. So you I, got his okay. I got his verbal consent. Okay. As long as I didn't use his name. You did not. And then I imply that he doesn't wash his butt. Sorry about that. He doesn't. You don't know him. Well, 
anyway. don't know him. Anyway. No, anyway. It happens all the time. Tell me that he shouldn't feel bad. It happens all the time. It's, I don't think I, he yeah. felt bad. I think it could happen to any of us. Yeah. 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 It's just one of those things. It happens to a lot of guys that, um, okay, where it came from initially, it's kind of like, never mind. Warm, moist areas. Yeah. Warm, moist areas definitely help that bacteria grow. So your butt crack is just like. I kind of wish I would ripe. get like a big like pimple on my ass. Why? You want that? Ow. Because it'd probably be so big and juicy. And when you popped it, it'd go. Pop, pop. No, it would probably be the kind that like hurt. And then when you tried to pop, it would just hurt some more. Yes. It would hurt so bad. dude. Yeah. No, mm. don't. Don't wish for these things. Don't wish. For okay. It. So my ceilings caved in. It can't get any worse. <laughs> don't don't say that. Okay. Let's I'm flip. ready to go. So let's wrap it up. Well, no. On the flip side. Oh, the positive. What's, 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 what's good, good and sick? Oh, remember this way. Yeah. Oh, we had to oh, I always... finally caught up in Game of Thrones. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. She's that been bugging me for like two years. Wait, so how much Game of Thrones did you have to catch up on? Oh, it wasn't too. It was like a season, and then like four episodes. So it was like well, maybe ten it was episodes. Like, yeah, bad. it was like the all of season seven and like a little bit of season six, right? Yeah. Yeah. So and season uh, seven is a short season anyway. Yeah, I had seen it all. So I've been waiting two years and been like, oh, God, but you just got caught up now. Yeah. So I only have to wait like two weeks to so see you're... the start the next season. So, so I'm yeah, so I'm very excited. So that's that's a great thing for the that's I'm, a sick thing. I can't believe the fucking wall is down. Yeah, I know. The, they're coming. It's horrible. Who do you think they're coming for? What do you mean they're coming for? They're coming for no. anybody. Well, the Night's King is looking for somebody in particular. Huh? How do you he know? Has, he has a target. Huh? I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Well, I just watched season seven. He's, he come, what do you mean a target? He's coming for somebody in I particular. I don't remember that. Do you oh. know who? No, because, but I was reading fan conspiracies oh, today. Oh, God damn that's you. Not that's not why. Fan, fan theories. Okay. Thanks for listening again. <laughs> this is uh, episode two. We got really involved in our, our like opinions at the end. <laughs> we sure did. Um, That's what makes us delightful. Uh, hail Satan. Or terrible. Hail, uh, yeah. Signing off. Um, hail Satan. Hail Satan. I will not do that. But <laughs> fucking weirdos. Um, <laughs> if, if you're still listening. <laughs> Please subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever the hell you found us. We're still not quite sure where we yeah. put this thing. Um, follow us on Twitter at That Sick Pod and on Instagram at That Sick Podcast. You can visit our website at thatsickpodcast.com or email us at that's.sick.podcast at gmail.com. Um, and we will be back next week with even more gross, gross tales of grossness. So thanks. Abs thanks, friends. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.